Hey friends, this episode was not supposed to happen. I had been sick like crazy and I had to cancel two uh, episodes with two guests. But John Griggs, one of my closest, nearest and dearest friends came to check up on me and we just got to recording. And I think it's fun. So if it's whack, blame it on him. Here we go. I think we all can agree that life is hard and it hits us in the roughest of ways. But somehow we keep getting up and moving forward. How do we do that? Have you ever lost a loved one or got diagnosed with something so gnarly? Got your heart broken? Just had so many rough things happen. How do we get up? How do we look for the light at the end of the tunnel? Well, you know what? We gonna find out together. We gonna go looking for it. This podcast, In Search of Hope, with me, Ugo, we'll be together on this journey. And if all else fails, we'll have each other. In Search of Hope podcast, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have him here, Jonathan E. Griggs. Leave my middle name out of this. <laughs> Never. Yeah, you know, lately too, everybody's like, yo, what's your middle name? I'm like, no, that's not, not a thing. No one even calls me Jonathan. It's just Griggs, John. Mm. That's it. Someone tried to call you Johnny Boy for a second. I saw your reaction and it wasn't, it wasn't a good one. Like who? Yeah. Griggs. That's it. Welcome. John, what's up, Ugo? Welcome to the podcast, man. Um, now, this episode may never air because this is just a trial run. Yeah. It's a sick day for me. I'm sick. Uh, I had to uh, cancel the uh, Aguaya podcast episode and withdrew because it's been a it's been a thing. And so here I am, the perfect last minute option. <laughs> <laughs> just just Stephen would love this. <laughs> fitting, no pressure. Fitting, no fitting. pressure. It's just all right. All right, John, what are you doing? Hey, just, hey, let's see if we can get some you, content. Are you around? Yeah. <laughs> also, you know what I love. You're the first person here that, that I've started with, and he's uh, checked his phone for something. Like, you just checked your phone for something. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Phone <laughs> is away. Phone is away. Like, bro. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Third string. This is, I, I don't know no better. Man, like, this guy's trying to make the, make the squad, man. Um, I know you, you, so, you were talking about, uh, before we started recording, we are talking about how, I just came back from Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'll let you lead in on the questions you're asking me because I don't, I'm going to need you to do the, the legwork on this episode. Yeah, man. Yeah. Tis the season, man. Wedding season. Yeah. Just came back from your first wedding that you attended this year. Oh, no. I guess to close the year. Yeah. Well, there's Wait, a, another one. She's right? actually going to another, CJ's going to another wedding. Um, two of her closest friends are, got, are getting married a week apart from each other, both in Virginia. Wow. Bro, like that drive down to Virginia was, uh, I mean, it was fine. You had a rental, right? I had a rental. I wasn't, I wasn't going to put that on my car. Like That's kind of fun. That's. I mean, yeah, I got a Camry. That's good. I, it was okay. It was a full size. You know, um, sometimes when you, get those, uh, when you get those rentals, it shows you how your car should feel. <laughs> the pickups are like oh snap like, oh okay I'm going 80 right now no right I feel like I'm you know you know me I don't go above 60 after the accident after, the accident, after right. the accident I don't go above 60 or 70 I'm like doing 80 feel like it's just nothing yeah it's a Camry 
I'm just in a regular Camry. I was like, that's some good uh, Japanese engineering. That's Japanese, right? I think Camry's Japanese. Okay, yeah, that's some good Japanese engineering. I guess I should know because I'm the You're the car guy. The car guy. Yeah. (laughs) Self-proclaimed car guy. (laughs) Cars, kicks, (laughs) basketball, generic tall black guy stuff. Yeah, man. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Wait, you know what? Before we even start going... um, no, no, we're already going. We're already going. Because I like to intro people, but I'll just do the intro. I'll, I'll toss that on. Whatever. We're just going. Um, so, yeah. So, I just came back. And I know you were asking me how it went. But my perception of how everything went is just totally off. Because I had a personal, horrible experience. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding was amazing. But I had a horrible experience. Jazz, shouts out to Jasmine and Tavajay who just got married and it was beautiful. Newlyweds. Yeah, man. Um, he was looking great in his three-piece gray checkered suit. Yeah, I seen that. That was tough. He looked good, man. Tav looked great, man. Jazz looked amazing. You know, I was like, she definitely did too. Go ahead, Jazz and Tav. CJ looked. I mean, you know, shoot, stunning in her bridesmaid dress. That's my boot thing. When she was when she was up there, you know, standing, um. Uh, when they were doing the uh, the the vows and this whole ceremony, I'm just like, oh I, yeah, she's in the bridal party. Yeah, so yeah. she's a maid of honor. Um, so I'm like, just like, kind of like praying and just hoping that she doesn't get too faint or she falls because she's like, she maybe she didn't eat or that, this or that. That was me. That was you at Stephen McGuire's <laughs> wedding. And you, you saved me. And I saved you. And I was like, <laughs> but then I realized, Ugo, you have to let it go. She's a grown woman, and if she she's up there. Let it go. Were you far from her? Like, what road? I was far. Oh, okay. I was far. There's nothing I could do. If she fainted, she fainted. You know? And and so everything was fine. But you know CJ is wonderful, but also a little, you know, clumsy. So when she had to step up on the stairs to hand Jasmine things twice, I was like, ugh. But it it, it went great. Amazing. And so that's that's good. Um, I've seen people in Virginia who I hadn't seen in a while, like her spiritual parents, the Williams, um, Tony and Tasha. These guys are amazing. Like, feels like uh, they're like real. Mm. You know, sometimes you have church leaders who don't feel real. Yeah. Where it's like you kind of see them in one dimension. And it's like, I know you're a church leader, but are you also a person? Yeah, you can really connect with them. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's yeah. talk and connect. Like, yeah. What's, what's really going on? Yeah, like, like yeah. I'm really feeling. And, you know, you can really have those kind of talks. Yeah. Like, like a real dude. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I remember one time I seen um, uh, some of the minister, like the minister for the Long Island ministry and the Brooklyn ministry, they were at Stephen's crib. Uh, Stephen's mom's crib. So Stephen is a minister in the Harlem region. Um, and uh, I remember we, I went over to his crib because, you know, Stephen and I, we're family. We're family. So I, I go over there. We're going to watch football. And I see the two leaders who are there too. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you doing here? And for me, it was so shocking because I just hadn't seen that. But it was like, oh, you guys hang out? You guys watch football too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, you're a person? Yeah. Like, you, oh, you watch football? Like, you just hang out and just talk trash too? I'm just shocked. Yeah. So then when I, so when I started, so when I met Tony, I'm like, yo, this is a, it's a real dude. And like, we just vibe like, how many times do I say real dudes? People. People. <laughs> we have real human to human interaction. <laughs> I can touch him. We, yeah. We give a good dap. Yeah, man. And he gave the three that though. You know, when he was looking at my fit, we are talking about some other stuff. Oh. He gave me, I was like, what? That's when I was like, yo. You know what he did? He gave me the dap 
and then the hug into. Oh, that's different. That's different. That's different. That's not a handshake. Nah, nah, nah. That's not a side hug. That's just like, hey, well, bring it in. Yeah, that's 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 like, yo, that's my guy. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so I mean, so man, so when I go to Virginia, it's like me. I'm getting getting around CJ's people. Mm. So it's a lot. Yo, she is widely loved out there in Virginia, in those ministries. She's widely loved, like OD. And I started, so there's another couple who's getting, um, who's getting married, who, uh, uh, Jess and Dom, who I'm saying names, you don't know, but you know, uh, yeah, he didn't mean nothing to me, but yeah, 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 shout yeah, out but, to them, congrats. yo, great, but he's great, you know, the season, yo, there's nothing but love, <laughs> man, because when I first went out, that, when, when I first went down there, I was, you know, I stayed at their crib, at, at Dom's crib, he was in his brother household, showed nothing but love. They would have like the movie nights to have mad people come over. Oh, nice. Nothing but like I'm saying, nothing but love. So that's my guy. So when he seen me come into the the area, because I drove, I drove down there. Um, I got changed. Then I went over to the spot. And I walked in just looking around. I see some cats from Brooklyn. You know, I'm saying hi to people. Then I see them, and it's automatic. I'm gonna go sit where they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, and CJ's and Jess's wedding as well next weekend. Wow. So we're vibing having a great time and then a couple in front of us turns around and says oh this is Kristen's fiance so then you know so then they start engaging and then um to the left of them where the williams is williams williams is okay where they you know them and so you just all around you start seeing okay it's it's, it's, it's nothing but love it's a love right? fest, love fest, it's right? A love fest yeah. right so it was going well, and then then you see the brooklyn contingent with Taff. Cause Taz from Brooklyn. Yeah. You see a whole bunch of people coming in. They're in the wedding. They're just there. You know. Um. You know Idris. I mean, I don't start going oh, down. Idris is there. Man. Denzel's there. Um. Oh, man, I go down. I just go down the I list. Seen just, him in a minute. He's Michael Dago. Excuse me. He's still in New York. Who Idris? Yeah. He's in Jersey now. Oh, Jersey. Yeah. Man. Michael Dago's is. I mean, just you met people. The, the homies are there. Um. And then the wedding. The wedding. The ceremony. Beautiful. And um, and then after, like even after, because I'm waiting for CJ to take pictures, mm. you know, uh, I'm waiting. But I'm talking to Denzel and and Idris, and Idris, as you know, is just hilarious storyteller. He's Nigerian, so he tells stories. I'm trying to get him on the podcast as well, oh. bro. He's got some that's stories. A, that's, that's a funny guy. Right yeah, there. he's a he's a riot. So I've known him since I was like 16, bro. Yeah, just off basketball alone. Yeah, that guy. Guys, some story. He's, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Now see, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work hard on that one. Uh, so I'm hanging out, and I, at this time I'm feeling fine. I just drove. I drove six hours. Uh, no, I drove a little. I did it in a little under six. You went right to the weddings. You drove by, you drove by yourself too. I drove by myself. Wow. It was a good time. I was like, let me take it as an endurance test. Let me continue to get to know myself, know things about myself, with setting limits and and barriers and pushing through. Yeah. Like I've been with like the like the the bike machine, the rowing. Just to work, you know, workouts. It's like, a deadly row. The deadly, yeah, that deadly <laughs> row. Four minute row. <laughs> the four minute row. Everything you got, let's do, let's do it, man. Um, but but it's all this time I've been like diving into me and seeing what my psyche is made up of and seeing the the weaknesses, seeing where I lack, seeing where I can get stronger. Um, and that's just a way to deal with all the things that are going on in my heart. So I said, okay, let me look at this drive as the same thing because I don't want to do it. Mm. I would, and I would love to just say to CJ, oh, I'm not going. I, I can't go. You know, yeah. um, at last minute. But you know what hit me though? When I thought about that, I was like, 
Yo, that's the same thing your dad always did to your mom. Oh, wow. He wouldn't go with her to these events. That was a big deal. You do not want to follow those footsteps. Not at all. I was like, so I was, because I had been looking for shoes for this event so hard, you know. Yeah, you were saying pictures left and right. Bro, like, I've been doing this for a month and a half. Every outing, you would get too early, like, yo, I'm going to be in this store, like, <laughs> I'm get these shoes yet. Bro, like, Macy's, a, a million times. Hey, what shoe did you end up going with, though? Bro, I went with shoes I already had. I had a feeling you would. Your, your shoe collection is growing anyways. <laughs> but I went with the boots I already had because I had some. I have some Hugo Boss that I got from South Africa. Slight flex. Years, but I didn't pay for it. Uh, another flex. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a gift. And I was like, another flex. Okay. Um, but they're like, they're super, they're super, they're super African like style. Meaning like sharp toe? Real pointy. <laughs> Real pointy. <laughs> <laughs> the real point I was like maybe I don't want to you know maybe I don't want to go that you know that hard into it and you know they, they, they've had some life on them I've had them since 2009 2008 so no I don't want to do that I, I'm off that yeah Um. so I don't want to do those so what happens is um, I'm just looking for a minute and it's getting so frustrating because I'm having to go to the mall Um, I'm having to go to the mall during the holiday season crowded you don't want, just, you don't want that crowd you just, just want to be in and out anyway bro it's just bad it's just bad so um what happens is uh this the day before excuse me i uh i find myself at macy's and jc penny again that's why i'm sending you and steven the text messages yeah and i'm like you guys are taking forever to respond <laughs> to me i'm like because i'm like i want to get out of here i want to get out of here like you know, I know what we have going on. Yeah, like not knowing anything what's going on in your life. That's in the text. I'm, we're, I'm at work. It's just about me at this point. You know, <laughs> I came out of a uh, it was an oncology teaching day at the job. I'm like, I, I wasn't worried about anything you guys had going on. That was my job's holiday party too. Yes, I know. Matter of fact, I knew you were there. Yeah. I knew you were there. <laughs> That's what I remembered. I was like, well, I don't care who he's talking to. This shoe. Or the one in the middle. These three shoes. These three shoes. <laughs> I need a decision right now. They all generally look the same. Except for that one that had the middle strap. That was <laughs> it. I was like, can't tell. Like, same style. Like whatever. And also, I'm hitting up a, a pure sneaker guy. <laughs> I'm hitting up you, one of the king sneakerheads around, and asking you about shoes. I've grown. I, I've grown a little bit. I'm asking one of the king sneaker <laughs> guys. <laughs> I do. I do have one pair of brown dress shoes. <laughs> Got rid of my black dress shoes and bought one pair of browns. <laughs> so at any event, when you got to get dressed up, you know what's coming. Brown shoes. <laughs> I'm going to kill it. <laughs> they look great though too. They do. You do look good with them. Um, it really connects with your, uh, with your, with your Haitian side. It just, you know, this, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a certain shoe that goes with certain, you know, where, where you're from. Yo, so remember that time I did where I got like dressed up for church? <laughs> dressed up, guys. So I, I put on a, a white cardigan, uh-huh. gray t-shirt, which is a pretty good look, and blue jeans. But you know, it's like it wasn't like the most fitted skinny blue jeans. These were like slim straight, probably been dried too long, a few times, too many times. And then I had brown shoes. What was it? What kind of mood I was in that day? <laughs> I don't know, but I was like, oh, this, this fit kind of came together in my head. I was like, it's putting on. 
so hype, took pictures after church, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> after, like, 25 years, I'm finally channeling my inner Haitian self. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most... The most Americanized Haitian out here right now. <laughs> Anytime I bring it up to anybody, I'm like, oh, you're Haitian? I've always forgot. <laughs> I'm like, nah, yeah, I am. I am. Especially on the holidays. Yeah, especially when the shoes come out. Especially the shoes. <laughs> Brown dress shoes. And you can't, you didn't know, like, the jeans weren't even, like, the, the skinniest. So you just got, like, the bottom denim material just, like, <laughs> laying on the shoe. And I'm a skinny guy. And so they're not boot cut jeans, but they might as well have. <laughs> This shoe cut. <laughs> oh, I still got that picture. The picture came out great. Oh, I have the picture in my head. <laughs> I got the picture of you and Olivia. We oh, yeah. put up the, the you're checking yeah, the like deuce. This. Yeah, I was like with the shoe hunched um, over. When this when this episode goes up, if it goes up, I'm um, of course I gotta put that, that, that episode art. No, no, no. I just have to just put it up just so people have a reference. Yo. All right, so now back to this back to this uh trying to get the fit right. So that's all the frustration that's going into it, right? And, um, you know, I, I just haven't got the outfit settled. And I don't know why it's taking so long. You know, um... Yeah, you're a fly guy. You put outfits together pretty quick. Bro, I appreciate you saying that. I think I had an idea of what I want to do. Because I want to do with the... Because I got the black express, you know, jacket. I got the, you know, express pants. Like the suit combination. Yeah. And I want to go turtleneck. And I want to go uh, loafers. There's a real different look when you have the loafers with the no-show socks. Um, but it turns out... So, I like I've been telling... Like I was saying earlier, with the workouts and the change, slight adjustments of my diet, I've lost weight, right? Yeah, you're looking good too, man. I appreciate that, looking, man. Looking good. You, man. Thank I see you. the gains. I mean, you know, you know, I'm trying to get a little more trimmer. Um, but so before I couldn't wear button downs and tuck them in because of where my fat deposits are. Mm. They just look bad. It just it goes right around my uh, my waist, my my stomach. It just it does not, you know, it doesn't like, the, like the muffin top look. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a whole cake top. Yeah. You know, not just muffins, man. <laughs> uh, so, um, <laughs> so I have this turtleneck and it's a fitted turtleneck from Zara. Um, so, you know, it's fitted on, especially me. I'm a yeah. bigger guy. Um, with the gains. With the gains I'm getting. So, but the night of, so I got to, I got to drive out on Saturday morning. It's Friday. I'm at I'm I'm at the mall and I'm just like fed up because everything's not working out. I'm mad hungry, so I got me mad Chick Fil A. And then I'm going home to try these outfits on, and I'm super bloated. Oh, you know, so it's kind of just added adding on to my just unhappiness with the fits. So you're never settled. I'm never settled. And then the pants are bigger than I realized. And me fitting to me fitting to express and thinking it's ever going to be bigger than I realized is crazy. But it was bigger than I realized. So it's like, I'm not settled. And I'm like, I don't even want to go anymore because I'm so frustrated. Yeah. Makes sense. And it's like, I don't even feel like going. I'm like, why? I got, I'm out here. And then, you know, CJ saying to me something so outlandish as, please be there on time. So outlandish. And I'm like getting upset. <laughs> why would you not? It's, well, it's because I'm like, yo, because what I say is, uh, yo, do you think it's going to start exactly at two? Because weddings never start. Yeah, because I have to wake up at um, potentially I was gonna have to wake up at three thirty oh, to go get the car from you know from the rental spot, and then leave at like five thirty a.m. Oh, so it's putting like a lot of pressure on myself in the morning, and because I can't get my outfit together, 
during the night, I'm not going to sleep as early as I wanted to. Yeah, that was my next question. So like, what time did you? So everything's backing up on me. So the anxiety is building, and then it comes to, yo, why have you got? Why do I have to go? And I'm like, wait a minute, you forgot that you and Jasmine are are friends. You and Tav are friends, and as a couple, you guys are very close. Mm. What do you mean? Why do you even have to go? Your fiance is the bride, the the the, the maid of honor. What do you, now? Maybe some other guys say, "Well, I still have to go." No, no, no. I now you do gotta go. I have to go. You're locked in. I'm locked in, and I want to go. And it's not even being forced. I want to go. I'm just so caught up in me. Yeah, I've been there. You I've, know? Yeah, I've been there. It's like you're you're so focused on that moment and the struggles, right? Putting the outfit together too, and it's like not having the right fit or just want to go shop for it and tired of shopping and tired of looking around and it's like you know I'm just gonna stay home yeah or, I'll, go, or I'll go late I'll, I'll go late but you don't have that luxury when you gotta travel you gotta do a whole different state bro to- I'm like so that so I was getting so in my head in my frustration I'm getting upset at her cause she's asking me please be there on time and I'm like I gotta drive all the way to Virginia the same day because I was supposed to go on Friday but I had to go to a mandatory work thing yeah I'm like well isn't that the excuse that everything was thrown off that's anxiety talking. That's like, no, you. you sometimes you you get to a, pl- a place in life where you know <clears throat> whether you like it or not, this is what it is. No amount of complaining, trying to figure it out, trying to weasel your way out is 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 going to work or is even a- uh, applicable. You have to go. Yeah. You said you were gonna go. Not even to the fact that you want to go. In your heart of hearts, you really, really, and truly want to be there. Mm-hmm. But because all this other stuff that's now in the forefront of your mind, insecurity, because this is all it is, insecure. I'm tripping over an outfit. Not that many people are going to be checking for me like that. I mean, well, actually, it's true because I'm CJ's fiance. So going down there, yeah. they're checking for me because I'm the fiance of this crown princess over here. But also, you want to look good for you, too. That's what matters. That's, that's the, that's the real really, thing. That's what it really comes down to. I'm going to do it for me. them. Nah, like, nah, nah. Yeah, I got to feel good about mine. I'm going to look in this car and drive this road trip. I want to make sure I'm looking good. Yo, that when I step out, facts. it's one, two, three. I can just throw the blazer on and just walk in the spot. Bro, preach, man. I came down to like, uh, in, in in Adidas track pants and, and, and the most hard to put on sneakers I have. Wow, you love those utilities, man. Man, them Hirachi utilities, bro. <laughs> you love bro. those things. Bro, I even took them off and I was driving in my slides that are run down. Um, so, and the, and the people wondering, maybe wondering, why are we talking about this outfit so much? Why is it getting so much attention? Do you know why, John E. Griggs? <laughs> Do you know why, bro? Why? Because at the end of the day, it didn't even matter. Mm. Why? Because I got sick and I had to leave early. Yeah. <laughs> Outfit wasted. wasted. And not even that. Oh, oh, it's even it's even sadder too. I also had an emotional breakdown when I was there. Oh. So I left the reception so much earlier. I couldn't even be in the place. At what part did you leave the wedding? The reception? During the father daughter dance. Oh wow. So this is like the first half hour into the reception. Oh, this like- was early. Or 20 minutes even. Bro, it was early. I remember we, I got CJ and her friend Christy there because um, they were taking pictures. So I was waiting around with them. Mm. And then we get to the location. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you know, early. Like, food's being served. And all, or yeah. Meat, you know. It turns out I did look good. 
I did look good. Without a doubt. I didn't think I didn't. I thought I looked alright, but I heard I look good. Um, so the video you sent me, it was good. Oh, hey man, I appreciate this. It was good, I, you you know. I, I thought I held it down. Yeah, it's good. We'll get some tailoring down on the on the on the, on the pants a little bit, but I think we could do some things. But so what happens is, um, the father daughter dance happens, and I just, bro, I just, I'm watching it, and I just feel this this these things building up inside of me. Mm. And mind you, I've been you know struggling for. Weeks, months, and even, uh, you know, within the last couple of weeks, just so many things with the, has just been building, wedding planning, this, that, that, that. Yeah. And wedding planning isn't even the worst, but it's just more things and more questions and just more of these things. And then I didn't realize how much I, how much of a trigger this thing would be for me or how badly I've wanted my, how badly I would want my dad to experience all these things with me. Bro, after the father daughter dance, uh, as we open, we get food and then um, I get the food and I'm sitting next to CJ and I'm just telling him, I'm like, yo, I'm not doing well right now. And she's like, what? she's like, so CJ's very attentive and wants it's going to look out for me. Mm. Always. I'll say always. I don't like always or never. But majority of the heavy majority of the time, she's going to look out for my better interest. Or just what's going on with me. She wants to be there for me. Yeah. So um, I'm like, I got to get out of here. I can't be in here anymore. And she's like, where do you want to go? Where are we going to go? And I'm like, you have to take care of things here. You're the, bride, you're the maid of honor. You have to be here. I have to, I, I can't be in this room anymore. Mm. I just started feeling suffocated. Like, there's something like building up in me that was like, that was trying to get out. And I was like, I gotta go. So I go downstairs and I leave. Oh, let me drink. I feel myself getting a dry mouth. Yeah, I'm kind of thirsty too, but it's all good. I'll I should have. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I normally would have offered. I normally have water bottles to offer people now, um, but it was John Griggs. I didn't think it was gonna be a thing. <laughs> Third string. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Andrew canceled. Yeah. No, no, no. I had to reschedule. <laughs> drinks are. They uh, get. They get drinks. You. They get drinks and snacks. They get drinks and snacks. You. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> see what's left over. Get some water from the bathroom. <laughs> I just kind of, you know, like in grade school, just use your, you know, hand. <laughs> so I, um, so I leave, right? And I go outside and it's on this college campus where, um, it's on this university where, uh, it's taking place and it's pretty scenic, you know? And I just start walking, just walking around. It's also cold. Um, and, um, like I eventually find a spot sitting down for a little bit and then um i just start i take out my phone i just start writing what i'm thinking and feeling mm. and i'm as i'm writing it out i just start sobbing like a lot mm. a lot and um and what i plan on doing is going through that entry of what i wrote and having it on the podcast as a separate thing because I, 
it's it's it gives a crazy look into survivorship. So one of the last things we were talking about at the uh, oncology education day at my job on that Friday was survivorship, where survivors of cancer are people who've either once you have it, you become uh, they kind of classify you as a survivor. Yeah. Um, not not to say what what happens at the end of it or not, but you are a survivor. Uh, but also the family members are survivors. Uh, some people don't like to be classified as that. They don't want to be classified as anything regarding cancer. And I get it. So Why it's, not? It's a, you don't, sometimes you don't want that trauma. Mm. You probably Sometimes people just want to get away from it. So they're just like, I don't want anything to do with it. Understood. Let's just stop talking about yeah. it. Um, so, um, so I start just writing and writing. And, and at the, the heart of it, it talks, I'm just talking about being alone. And feeling alone and um and i say even though i know i'm physically and emotionally mentally not alone because i have people in my life matter of fact i'm going to have 16 groomsmen <laughs> yeah in my wedding and that was adjusting to bring the number down i have people but even then you can still feel so alone and then i thought about you could feel alone Within a relationship, where it's like, where someone say, "Yo, I feel lonely," and then some people are like, "Well, you have all these people around you," but it can be a specific interaction where you do feel alone. Yeah, where like, I I was I think in that journaling, which I guess what it was in that moment, was <clears throat> feeling alone in my earthly relationship with my dad. Why? Because he's not here, and I am. I feel alone. Yeah. I feel alone in our interaction. I feel alone in all the things I want to show him or all the things I want to um, uh, tell him about that I'm doing, all the things I want him to see or all this or the idea of us hugging, feeling like I'm here. He's not. Yeah. So it just leaves me feeling alone. And it's not like, and people say, people could be there for you, but it doesn't, and it's great, and you want that, but it doesn't change the reality of how you may feel. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things I'm learning is just you just you, you just learn to deal with it. Um, you know where I know it's, it's 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 weird with people who say you have a spouse who dies and then you remarry, and it's not like now I'm not trying to speak for people. You're not replaced. Like, yeah, you don't replace. You can't replace people. No, you cannot. You can't replace people. It's just, it's because people aren't, and sometimes we think, you know, like, you know, maybe rap songs or people, you know, say, uh, I can get rid of you. I get another one of you tomorrow. Well, actually, you can't. You can't get another person tomorrow. You can get someone who's different. Let me, let me not make this reference. Okay. I'll make this reference. I would, so, you know, Joe Budden was, is, was one of my favorite rappers, right? Yeah. And through his music, you see his dating life. And you see, they kind of are similar. Yeah, they are. Look, look, look alike. Yeah, kind of look alike. And I would think, oh, it's kind of like replacing. But then you realize people don't, you can't replace people. No, you cannot. Or whatever that thing that's in your, in your heart, people can't fulfill that. And um, it just became painfully obvious to me. So now as that's happening, I'm experiencing all that. And then um, I told CJ, listen, I'll be downstairs. I said, give me, send me a message when you're about to do um, 
when you're about to give your speech. You know, because um, I was like, you know, if anything, I got to be I got to be there for that, at least. You know, she was like, if you feel up to it, you can, you know, uh, you can come up. And I think code for guys is you better feel up to it. Come up. <laughs> don't miss this. Yeah, right. You drove all the way down here. Yeah. And I'm giving the speech. You need to be here. Yeah, you can not be here for everything else. But that part. But that part, you need to <laughs> get together and come back up. So I got together and I came back up and I recorded it, right? And I saw her after. And as even we were sitting down talking, I just felt my anxiety just so high. Mm. Like I still couldn't be in that room. Um, and then I didn't want to be a distraction for everybody. Because I obviously looked like I had, you know, things on my mind. And even Jasmine and her mom came and they were talking about, you know, she was like, oh, so you're Kristen's fiance. She was like, oh, I was wondering, like, who's like, who's this good looking guy here? You know, who does he know? And it's like, oh, now this makes sense. And I was telling them the plan was to originally to drive back the same night. You had to throw good looking in there? Well, she said it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, now who is this? That was, that was a part. That was a who, part that I. Who's this that was a part that I really guy? underlined in my heart. Kind of woke you up a little bit. I was like, I mean, it's <laughs> like I appreciate it. You know, I don't. You know, I didn't know how I felt about this outfit. But, I didn't spend all night with this outfit, but you, you know, know, I mean, <laughs> thank you for acknowledging this whole thing. I threw together. I just this just came to me. This outfit, <laughs> but she was like, "You guys sure you want to drive back tonight?" You know, um, you're like, "You sure you want to drive back tonight?" Because you're like, you know. We want to make sure you're safe and it's Kristen we're talking about. You want to, you know. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that made sense. But I I don't know what I, I... There was this thing on me where I was like, nah, I got to leave. We got to leave the same night. We got to leave then. Once it's done, we got to drive back. And I and I still, don't, I still can't pinpoint what it was. But even Patrick had mentioned, he called me in the morning. He said, listen, just so you know, put this in your back pocket as an option. We have the hotel room for uh, up until Sunday. So if you want to stay over and sleep and leave in the morning, we can do that. Yeah. I was like, I appreciate that. You know me. I'm not trying to be in a hotel room with, you know, I think it was just maybe two or three other people. If it's if it's two and I make three, at this point in my life, no. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. You know, um, but what I'm also learning is that I I struggle with allowing people to serve me and love me with hospitality. Where like there are many places in Virginia I could have stayed because CJ knows all these people here. But I'm like, ah. Maybe part of me was, I don't know why, but I was like, all right, we're going to go. We'll come back, do it. Because if we leave at night, we can do this in 5.5 hours, 6 hours, make good time instead of 7. This is beautiful. Let's keep doing that. Um, But then I just started to feel sick and and just worse and worse. Yeah, God's like, now you're not going nowhere. Yo, bro, it made it abundantly clear. God knows how to slow you down and make sure, like, yo, you're going to get this rest. Bro, well, I didn't get that rest, but something. But you could be still right now. Yo, bro, I didn't, yo. I do I, believe I didn't in leave. that. I do believe in that. Bro. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. God's like, yo, I need you to rest right now. I need you to just stop. Or stop. Just stop. Just You know what's so funny? I have a tattoo on my upper arm that's a reminder to stop. And smell the roses. Stop moving so fast through life. I have that tattooed, but I I only realized it yesterday. So tank top, tank top. Uh, what do you call it? Tux to my wedding. Yeah, <laughs> I can remember. <laughs> As I'm trying to rush through everything, <laughs> that tank top, tux with a bow tie, so it seemed extra sketchy. <laughs> And you get caught while you're taking all these selfies. <laughs> I can 
see it now. Yo, um, you know, you know the the light skin eyes start coming, start narrowing, start the eyes. squinting. <laughs> somehow, your, somehow your lips are just poking out, <laughs> looking like Brock from Pokemon. <laughs> Especially with the hair. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what happens is I just start my body just starts saying nope, and I start feeling my I start feeling all these stomach pains. Um, how are we on time? We're good. We're good. Okay, you sure? Okay, I start feeling all these stomach pains, right? Mm. Um, and and I just start feeling like these chills. I start feeling like unsteady on my feet. So I go to the car. So mind you, so now I'm emotionally jacked up. Now I'm physically jacked up. So I go, um, I go back to the car, and now I'm just like trying to rest in the car, like lay down in the car, and I'm like, yo. I hit her up and I'm like, um, I was like, yo, I'm feeling like I, I gotta go. I, I'm like, I'm saying I gotta go. So Patrick, the hotel, I was saying, oh, okay, I'm gonna go. I need to go back there right now. Yeah. She suggested, do you think we should go somewhere and lie down? <clears throat> and I'm like, yo, I need to do that. But then she would need to drive me um, to the hotel and then come back. Yeah. So it became evidently clear, like, I need to go get a hotel room at this place. I need to go get a whole new hotel room, stay the night. We got the room and, um, you know, we got like fluids and all that. And, you know, she then bounces, she has to go back to the, you know. The wedding. Yeah. Um, and be present there, you know. Um, and I go to sleep real soon, but I'm up most of the, most of the night tossing, turning, standing up, and, and sitting down, um, and trying to go back to bed, feeling like I have chills. Oh, like, I'm hot, I'm cold, so I'm having fevers. Yeah. Um, I'm going to the bathroom, see if, see if anything's going to happen, nothing's <clears throat> happening. I remember I, I sat down, I drank all this Powerade, and then I popped up out of bed, and I was because like, someone said to me, you're going to vomit. You need to sit up. So I'm sitting up, and around 3 a.m., I stopped tossing and turning, um, I mean, it was, it was, it was bad. Like it was really bad. Mm. And, um, I remember I was also thinking, yo, I may just have to go to urgent care or an ER. Uh, and I started, I was like, wait a minute, but if I go to ER, urgent care, I still need to get back to New York. Mm, like, yeah. I don't know how bad it's going to yeah. get. Like I need to get back to New York. Um, and like, if I went to another location, mm. like in Richmond where Tony and Tasha are, she just like, well, they would have, they could have looked out for you and took care of you. That's one thing. That's true. I would have people around. Yeah. But I'm so much independent. I, I could do this. I could do that. I'm in, this, I'm in this hotel room, which I appreciated. Um, but now it's like, it's on you to figure it out. You and just kind of like isolated yourself. I did. Yeah. I absolutely did. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. And I was like, okay, I can handle it. Um, but I, but I did, and it shows something. Because there, there are times where you need people, and this is that isolation. It's not going to work. It is not going to work. Um, and I was, and I was, I was not in a good situation. Um, but then at three, so at three a.m., something in me was like, it like said, "All right, you're going to be better. You're going to get a little. You're going to get better." And I was like, "What? You're going to get better." I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I wake up. CJ calls me like at four something or five something. And says she's about to head over. 
And I feel better enough where I can pack my stuff to leave. Mm. But even when I'm waiting by the elevator, I'm like leaning against the wall heavy. I'm better-ish. Yeah. But I'm not better, better. And then even to the point, so I'm like hoping like, okay, she's going to do the majority of the driving at this point. Um, and then, and then when, she, when she pulls up, she's like, all right, so do you want to drive first? <laughs> or do you think you, you have better en- energy? Because mind you, she hasn't been sleeping the last 48 hours. Oh, yeah, because she's been partying and getting ready for not the Not part, she's been serving. Oh. You know, she's been, yeah, and then traveling and all that. So her fatigue is compounded. So she's like, and I felt myself not being too steady on the road. <clears throat> so I was like, I right, here, here I go with that journey to myself again. Where you're in a situation where you have no choice. You got to do something. Yeah. Okay. Break this ride down into sets of 30 sec- thirty minutes. Until you get to over halfway through. You take a pit stop. And you'll figure out how to break it down from there. How long is the drive anyways? It was five, minute and a half, five and a half this time. Okay. Five and a half this time. And um, and let me know where I got to. Where we got to. Gotcha. Wrap it up. Yeah. Just give me a signal. Um, <clears throat> so it was five and a half. So... I was able to get through, I think I took it down to one hour, like an hour and a half, where that's all CJ had to do. Mm, okay. Um, so I, I was a lot better. I was better where I could get back to New York. Um, but um, after that, when she took over, I was just like not good in the passenger seat, like getting anxious, getting a- antsy, feeling nauseous and all that. Yeah, because, you know, we do a lot of driving ourselves. We do a lot of driving. A lot of driving. So we never had, like, the luxury of being a passenger. Yeah. And then when we are, it's like, it just it's a whole new world. Yeah. I found myself in that position yesterday. And I was like, this feels weird. And yeah. I'm in the back seat. And I was like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> I can't trust the driver right now. <laughs> the driver's doing fine. But then it's like that that sudden or the two or three instances where it's like a quick jerk stop. And yeah. Like, Oh, no, 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 I'm not in. I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel too good right now. It's different. But it, it, this is a situation where I saw that, but I also didn't have any choice. Where if, I was, if I was being smart about it, I didn't have, if I was being smart, I would let her drive. As, you know, I did, because she was saying, okay, at this point, she's awake. Yeah. I can drive. One part of my fear was, I don't want to stop driving and start feeling sick again. Because right now, I'm just doing something. Yep. I'm going to keep doing this. If I stop, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crash. But then I started feeling my body hurting. My body was just hurting. So I was like, ah, shoot. You know what? And she mentioned it like three times. If your girlfriend or any woman in your life mentions something three times. All right, yeah. Like, all right, okay, okay, okay. Submit. All right, all right. You know, fine. But it's for the betterment of... It's, it's better for me. Um, and, and yeah, so, so, so she finished that. So she got it. So she drove back. All in all... And also spending time with her, and Patrick was there too, but spending time with her on the drive and then subsequently through the day, um, as we just ordered food when I got back here, you know, we just hung out and talked and, and joked. It was so fun. Yeah. Mind you, we had been we had been fighting a bit. Mm. Um, bickering bickering, I, I would say, because of all the pressure we've both been under. And it was so refreshing, you know, just to spend that time together, even you know, even though feeling sick and all that. So it was absolutely a beautiful time. But then it's like, I'm looking at the entirety of the wedding experience or the travel down there. And the only things that are sticking out to me are the struggles, you know, um, and what that really showed me about myself, 
what's probably going on within me. And right now, I'm still feeling like crap. Mm. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> nah, it is a lot. At the same time, yeah, besides being sick and then going through all the emotions of of this I guess, celebratory weekend. Yeah. It's going to happen again. Because you have more things to celebrate. You're going to, I guess, always have things to accomplish at the same time. But then as you prepare more, as your wedding's coming up, which is yeah. like in a few months. Yeah. Heart's going to get heavy and heavier. Bro. And, you know, it's... I know you like to do isolate, but that's when you kind of gonna have you may have to lean on everyone else more, maybe, or continue to jot down thoughts and feelings, but then I guess vocalize them too. Yeah, because you can't you you can't suppress those. You're gonna have to vocalize them and let them out. Like in that moment, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot. Because if I if I felt like that for someone else's wedding, yeah, your your own. Yeah, and I remember at the at the engagement when CJ had surprised me with the pillow she made. That's in a paper bag right there that I haven't even taken out because I don't. It's so, so she made a pillow that had a picture of her and my dad, mm. um, then a picture of me and my dad, and then the family. And so she had, was she was gonna surprise me with that, and she didn't know I was proposing that day. So she gives me that, and I just burst into tears. Then I called my brother and drew over, and Stephen. Um. Because I'm just at this point, tears just coming down I'm just I'm just crying now and it's like I would have never thought that would be my reaction to these things yeah I never thought that would be my reaction but I'm seeing the very reality is that things come like you hurt and grief and things on your heart they just you just can't call it sometimes you can't you can't I think uh, you know because obviously all you guys have been going through your losses as well and that as I'm planning my wedding now, yeah. you know, hey, but <laughs> planning, planning my wedding too, I was like, wow, what would, how would I feel if my like parent wasn't here? Like, you know, my mom, yeah. my dad, and I just like reflected that moment. I think I even like, I kind of had a dream when my mom wasn't there or something, or I just reflecting and she like wasn't, wasn't around. Yeah. And I was just like, I woke up at that dream. I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. And I like, it was on my mind throughout the, like throughout the day. And I was just like trying to shake it out. But it's like, that's. Re- you can't shake it out that's a reality one day yeah but it's like a reality i'm not willing to ready to face right now Ooh. and so like as you guys you know all you guys have gone through the losses it's like, i can only imagine how heavy it is to to have these even like not even like such i guess gigantic moments but these little moments that you want to share like i I don't take for granted how every time I when I come home I go to my mom's room I turn on her light switch <laughs> and she just let her know I'm home yeah and it's like if that if that moment was gone from me, it's like Ooh. wow, that would really bother me a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, or just like little things. Or I just call mom throughout the day and just like just to have a random laugh or talk and just talk trash. Yeah, or yeah, you that's know? beautiful, bro. Or like I went like even we went to, I went to a venue yesterday to visit with Sarah and her family. My mom was sleeping, but I you know I did the lights. So she then she's awake and I'm talking through venue stuff. Yeah, like she was already probably sleeping for like you know an hour or so, but she's up now talking to me. Yeah, and so like those little things, I would definitely miss a lot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I can only, like, imagine, as, like you said, you get more and more into it as you continue to reflect on a relationship with your, with your, with the tone. Yeah. You know, like say it ain't tone. Say it ain't tone. <laughs> <laughs> some jeans I need tone to handle right yeah, now. Yeah, man. man. Come hem these up real quick, yeah, right. man. 
But I, you know, we we, we all miss Tone. We all love Tone. And so yeah. he's always going to be on our hearts throughout every stage of life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's so interesting that you, I think, besides Drew, you're the other person that gives, oh, my brother. Well, so I guess this isn't that big of a deal. But you give a different <laughs> perspective of my dad. Because my brother is my brother. Yeah. Drew's Drew. And then you are you, who, you're the only person I know who've called him Tone. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm yeah. glad you met him in, during his elder years. Yeah. Where it's passable. Before, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Mister. Yeah, me, miss, yeah, exactly. Oh, Big John. Yeah, Big John. Yeah, Tone John. Tone John. Yeah, man. So that was how that weekend went. Mm. A beautiful occasion. Um, shed light on a lot of stuff, bro. And, man, that's, and that's just where we are. It's like, what's like one takeaway from it all, I guess? Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> takeaway is I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I am a mess. But what I what I appreciated in that moment was my honesty. Yeah. You know, um, I was honest with CJ. I was honest with the homies. Uh, we, have a, we have a grief survivorship group chat as well. And it's a good thing you're not a part of it. We don't want you to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, um, you know, maybe you can join in uh, 40, 50 years. Isn't that? Yeah. <laughs> like desirable, just uh, never, yeah, just yeah, never. Yeah. yeah, but it's an, it's, it's an unfortunate but very fortunate group chat where we could just be like, yo, in the midst of the worst, we're just relaying it as it's happening. Yeah. You know, um, and it's a bunch of great guys that, you know, you know, it's like Noah's there, Steven, Charles Duval, um, you know, Nick. I know his name is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never knew. Yeah, man. And um, even uh, <laughs> even Norville, Kyle Norville. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of great guys. And it's like, when you enter this brotherhood, it's like, oh, I'm sorry you have to be here, but hey, come here. Yeah, come yeah. Come here, come here, come here. So those guys were clutch, man, just relaying it as it was happening. Um, so learning, so takeaway, learning that there are, there are people you can still lean on. Yeah. I, I think there, there are times I will isolate to a certain degree. I probably will, but maybe, but maybe to examine that more to see where it's okay and then where it's not, because I'm talking to you for yeah. a reason. Yeah. You're the first person outside of CJ who I've talked to about it. Well, this also just happened. Let me stop. Let me stop trying to negate it, though. But you know, <laughs> I would have heard it anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You're gonna hear it anyway. After Stephen and Drew. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but no, I, I no, I wasn't. I wouldn't even be talking about myself though. True, true, true. I wouldn't have even been talking about myself because we were meeting. They have a specific thing to talk about. Ah. So you're here because we didn't have a plan. So I'm gonna <laughs> tell you what's going on with me. So maybe that's also important. Yeah. Maybe I just need to get that off. So you know, God does have a way of stopping us but also providing ways to move us forward. Yeah. And you, my friend, are a very integral integral way of helping me move forward. So thank you for that. Of course. Yeah. Uh, do you have uh, any inspiring things to say, John Griggs? <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, just hit up your friends. There you hit go. Up, hit up your friends. Be open. Yeah. And that's it. Like, just let's go spend time. Yeah. You and I have been friends for how long now? Wow. 
seven plus years? Yeah. Has it been that long? Wow. Maybe seven, eight. Yeah. But also sometimes, you know, length of time doesn't tell the depth of the friendship. That's true. You're my guy. Yes, it's, this is quality. This is quality. This ain't just, you know, a uh, long lasting friendship, but just this superficial. Real, this is real quality. Yeah, man. Yo, I have so much. I mean, you're, you know, I call your mom, mom. That's, that's the kind of vibe it is. I remember when I was, I remember when I was in the hospital, she came through to visit me and then she's like, do you want anything from the outside? I was like, yeah, let me get a, a McDonald's chicken sandwich. She was like, I bet. So <laughs> she brings me the McDonald's chicken sandwich. She hangs out with me. I eat it. And then when she leaves, I start feeling sick because <laughs> I hadn't been having any that kind of crap food. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sabotage. Shana, shout out to T-Mom because that's what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, all right, well, if that's what he's asking for. You I know, do that. I could do that. She did. And I was like, oh, that's a terrible thing to ask for. Um, but then even when my dad was sick, she would come hang out with him and just love upon him, man. So, man, etern- I'm eternally grateful for, for your family. Yeah. Um, and you obviously, obviously because of our relationship where then our families became, you know. Um, and uh, your dad, during your engagement... Your dad was getting at me for some plans that were happening <laughs> that I didn't know about. And he's looking at me like, yo, you know everything. You know, like, how do you not know what's going on right now? Yeah, no, I kind of kept those close to the cuff. Yo, and I was like, he, he's right, though. And I thought, why didn't I know about this one thing? And why? Because I hadn't checked that group chat where you said something about it. Yeah. And I would have picked up on it and said, bro, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so that was on me. And it showed me that. In friendship, there's also a responsibility. There is. Where, like, you do become your brother's keeper. And um, and that is a beautiful thing to, to be beholden to friends and have friends beholden to you. And in that same way, I was thinking about it on my drive home. I said, with the people who I have come to the wedding, who are going to be standing up there with me, who are going to also be helping with the wedding, I know that whatever happens to me, CJ will be looked after. Yeah. Because I have so many brothers now who I am now beholden to them and they're beholden to me. And with that, they will support my family like you guys have. Yeah. And that is, that's all I got, man. It's a good way to wrap it up. Bro, love you. <laughs> my guy. Love you too, bro. Yeah, man. Now go check the wedding venues, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, should they follow you on Instagram or something? Uh, yeah. My Instagram is where you can follow my process. So you see them shoes. Wonderkid underscore IX. That's a very anticlimactic way to end. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Don't you to bed.